0: Welcome to 24 Hour Expert, where we challenge each other to see what we can learn on random topics in just a day. I'm Allie and I'm Amy. Let's see what we've
1: learned. You recording? Because I'm recording now, Sasha. I am recording now. Yeah, well, you should have been more on top of it because I recorded first. Okay, well,
0: winner, winner, chicken dinner.
1: Don't come in here all hot like I don't know what we're doing. I own the Zoom. You do own Zoom. I will give you finally got a Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) It only took me about four weeks. Anyway, okay, we're recording. We're recording. All right, Al, are you ready for this week's episode? Amy, I am
0: so excited for this week's episode.
1: Do you know what this week's episode is about?
0: I do. Well, we talked about it in a previous episode, and then you confirmed via text message that you were doing it.
1: Yeah, it wasn't very mysterious of me, but sometimes I hope you'll forget what I text you and you'll be like, oh, I'm so
0: surprised. I could pretend one time if it'd make you feel better.
1: No, that feels forced. Okay. <laughs> well, this week's episode, so we don't leave our aunt hanging any longer, is about Mackinac Island. So we are, we're very fortunate to get to visit Mackinac Island growing up. It is a island that... Is part of the state of Michigan. It's between the upper and lower peninsulas in the state of Michigan, and it popped up in one of our previous episodes. And I just thought, well, that's so fun. I think it came up in our hotel episode when we were talking about the longest porch of a hotel. We did, and
0: I posted that picture of us.
1: From you did so now super, it's a twofer. Super long
0: time
1: ago. <laughs> you did. Oh, I loved that dress.
0: I loved the dress I had on.
1: We looked so cute. The dress
0: made my Ladies look really
1: good. (laughs) They did. I don't think mine did as much justice, but I do remember feeling very pretty. Yes. Well,
0: and we should probably let people know, when you stay at the Grand Hotel, dinner is formal
1: attire only. Yes. It is formal attire only. Jackets are required. And so that is why we are so dressed up in that picture. And we actually did get to stay at the Grand Hotel, like... In one of the rooms, but we're gonna get to that. So let's just talk about Mackinac Island. So I think the best place to start is at the end, is at the very beginning. Mm. i <laughs> just kidding. Okay, obviously, the beginning.
0: At the very beginning. It's a very good place to start.
1: Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Okay, but in all reality, I also wanna start with it is not Mackinac Island, it is Mackinac Island. Even it's to,
0: spelled and it looks like Mackinac.
1: It does look like Mackinac. But let's be real, there are. it does look like that. They have a lot of really weird names in Michigan. So the state of Michigan has a ton of weird names. Mackinac being one of them. I don't mean weird. I just mean hard to pronounce. But Mackinac Island is adjacent to across the lake from Mackinac City, which is actually spelled like Mackinac with a W, how you would expect but not to be confused with Mackinac Island. That I thought was a good place to start because the amount of people who have pronounced it. Actually, I was just on a work call the other day with a gentleman who had never been to Michigan. And he was like, oh, we're going to a conference on Mackinac Island. And I was like, that's fair. You tried your very best.
0: Yeah. Well, it's how the words spell. It's It weird. is how
1: the world spelled. And I get that. But I just thought I'd start there. You know, it's a good place to start. Okay, so let's talk about Mackinac Island. So the island itself is 4.3 square miles in land base, or it's covering 4.35 square miles, but it is eight miles in circumference. It is located in the state of Michigan between the upper and lower peninsulas. So for those of you maybe unfamiliar with Michigan, there is a lower peninsula, and then there's an upper peninsula that comes off of Wisconsin. And Mackinac Island sits right between those. And then there is the Mackinac Bridge that connects the upper and lower peninsulas. So, other fun facts. But we're not talking about the bridge today, just the island. I will say that the
0: bike ride around the island is a great bike ride. It's a great bike
1: ride. So, most of the island is actually a national park or state park. We'll get into that. But a big percentage of the island is still not developed. So people do live on the island. We'll talk a little bit more about that. It is a very seasonal island. It is a tourist destination. So there really is only about 500 year-round residents on the island. But it sees hundreds and thousands of tourists every year. And it's it's teeny. So the name of the island in the Ottawa language is Michi Makanek which is how it translated into Mackinac, which means big turtle. It is located in Lake Huron on the eastern end of the Straits of Mackinac between the Upper and Lower Peninsula, which we've talked about. The island was long home to the Ottawa settlement and previous indigenous cultures before European colonizers began taking it over in the 17th century. It was a strategic center for fur trade around the Great Lakes. It was a previous trading post before being turned into a fort. So Fort Mackinac... Oh my gosh. Did you hear what I just said? Mackinac. Mackinac. So Fort Mackinac was constructed on the island by the British during the American Revolutionary War. It was the site of two battles during the War of 1812 before the northern border was settled and the U.S. gained the island in its territory. In the late 19th century, Mackinac Island became a popular tourist attraction and a summer colony, with many of its structures being built at that time, And many have undergone historical preservation, which we'll talk a little bit more about. It's well known for its numerous cultural events, its wide variety of architectural styles, including the Victorian Grand Hotel. Ta-da! The linkage to our hotel episode. And it has banned all motorized vehicles, with the exception of only emergency vehicles, including an ambulance, police car, and a fire truck. So citywide vehicles include things like bike and snowmobile, but there are no other cars on the island. And lots of horses. There are lots of horses. We're going to talk about that, too. But that's kind of a quick synopsis that I got. A fun fact to kind of kick off our more deep history is in 2022, travel and leisure named Mackinac Island, the best island in the continental U.S. to visit. Ooh, get it. The In the whole continental U.S. Love it. Yes. So... We're going to go a little bit deeper now. Like many places in the Great Lakes region, Mackinac Island's name is derived from a Native American language. And in this case, it was from the Ojibwe language. And it does mean big turtle. Mackinac Island was formed around 13,000 BC when the glaciers of the last ice age melted. The surrounding Great Lakes were also formed then. Artifacts have been unearthed that establish a Native American presence on the island dating back to as early as nine. 100 A.D. And the name Mackinac is shortened from the Ojibwe word. Oh, I said it before now. I'm not going to say it as confidently. Mishimaknak, which means big turtle. The shape of the island certainly is representative of a turtle when you look at it from above. Um, They also say that the island is home to a great spirit and the turtle is a sacred figure in native culture. It represents Mother Earth and signifies good health and a long life.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah, me too. Since its original inhabitants, Mackinac Island has changed hands many times. So the first after the Native Americans, the first European settlement was in 1671 when Father Jacques Marquette, do we know that name?
0: We recognize the word Marquette.
1: We recognize the name Marquette, founded a mission on the island there that lasted very briefly. After just a year, the mission was relocated and eventually ended up in what is now known as Mackinac City. The French also built a fort for fur trading before the British seized control of the fort after their victory in the Seven Years' War. They subsequently dismantled the fort and moved it to Garrison, and the fur trade moved back to Mackinac Island during the American Revolutionary War. So that's just kind of like a quick synopsis of it all changing hands. Mackinac Island is raised in the middle, so while it does look like a turtle, it is higher in the middle than it is on the sides, which did make it a very good place to rebuild a fort. It has very tall limestone bluffs, and the British theorized that it would provide a better ground for battle. They built Fort Mackinac in this location, though it was never attacked during the Revolutionary War. The United States acquired the territory and the fort after the Treaty of Paris ended the war in 1783. The British didn't officially give up ownership of the fort until mid-1790s. Oh, wow. Okay. So, after that handoff, um, and with the war over, Mackinac began to thrive again. It became a hub for fur trading again and in 1820, and then fishing industry also boomed in this space. But the island did not remain... A sleeping fish town. As early as the 1850s, Mackinac Island began to attract tourists. When the Civil War ended and railroads spread across the nation, the tourism industry grew tenfold. Mackinac Island became a national park in 1875.
0: I think we talked about Mackinac Island in my national park episode.
1: You definitely did. It was just three years after Yellowstone, making it the nation's second ever national park.
0: Awesome. But now it's a state park, right?
1: Yes, it is a state park. So, in the late 1800s, the introduction of sport fishing attracted even more guests, and in 1887, the Grand Hotel was built, which was the largest summer hotel in the world to this day. Mackinac Island was transferred from the federal government to the state of Michigan in 1895, making it a state park. And Mackinac State Park takes up over 80 percent of the island, which is what I mentioned before. So, given that it's a relatively small island, 80 for of it being a park is actually quite a bit.
0: Yes, that's a lot of it.
1: Yes. Mackinac was listed as a historic landmark in 1960. Awesome. So right now in the current day, it's actually a really big tourist location. So as I mentioned, the island banned automobiles in 1898 when too many horses were startled by roaring engines. So visitors who visit the island go around on foot and bicycle or by horse-drawn buggies.
0: Yes, and we've done that a couple times. We have
1: done that a couple times. And Allie, to your comment earlier about the bike ride, an eight-mile highway encircles the village, meaning the whole outer edge of the island is this highway. And it is the only highway in the U.S. where motor vehicles are banned.
0: Yes, yeah. Highly recommend the bike ride if you go. And you can rent bikes there. You don't have to bring them.
1: You don't have to bring them. You can rent them. There's a gazillion of them on the island. Actually, I think I have a number a little bit lower down here. So, other notable things on the island is the, there is a number of rock formations and caves, a number of rock formations and caves formed by glacial activity that I mentioned before. The most famous is Arch Rock.
0: I was going to say that.
1: Do you know Arch that? Rock. We have pictures of it. I'll we do it. have pictures of it. We have seen it on a horse bug, uh, horse bug tour ride. That's not what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> there was bugs, though. Horse drawn buggy tour is what I think I was trying to get to. Yes. <laughs> it is a 140 foot tall natural limestone arch on the eastern side of the island that overlooks the shore of Lake Huron. There is also the Devil's Kitchen, the Skull Cave, and Sugarloaf are just a few of the other natural formations that people view when they're visiting each summer.
0: Love the names.
1: Yes. Isn't that so great? There's nearly 70 miles of hiking trails on the island, 15 fudge shops, and the Grand Hotel still sits on the south shore of the island.
0: So much fudge.
1: So much. There's so much fudge. Other fun facts to just throw out there, they have had such famous guests on the island as Madonna, James Earl Jones, Mark Twain, President John F. Kennedy, and I have a few more down the row.
0: I love it. Makes me want to go back.
1: I know. I do think it's a really fun place to visit. And I want to give a big shout out to GoNext.com. They gave a really great overview. I borrowed a lot of that from that little synopsis. They wrote it beautifully. I just wanted to say thank you because they also educated me on how to say some of those things that I'm sure I still butchered.
0: Well, they all sounded great to me.
1: Why, thank you. Okay, so let's talk about the residents of Mackinac Island. Mackinac Island has a year-round population, according to the 2020 census, of 583. During the summer, about 7,000 people live on the island. And that grows considerably, obviously. But then when you count the visitors, there are usually 16,500 visitors per day. Wow,
0: that's a lot of people.
1: So imagine going from... What's that math? About 2,300, no, not 2,300, 23,000 people on the island per day in the summer to 583 after the island closes down. So the island's season, and this kind of varies a little bit, the island opens up just before Memorial Day. And that means like there are restaurants, they're shopping, and then it actually is closing down like this week, which I realize now I don't know when you're listening to this. So it's like the first week of November, it closes down. At the end of October, they actually do shut down. So there is only one restaurant that is open in the winter on Mackinac Island. I believe this year, meaning in 2022, that they're going to have two restaurants open. There is Dowd Supermarket, which is where they get all of their groceries from. And then really, it's just the the basic functions of a city. Like they don't have any of their stores open, none of the tourist things are open. So they really do go into kind of a hibernation mode on the island
0: can they get off the island like if they wanted to go into Mackinac City or do other things throughout the year?
1: What a great question, Allison. Yes. Oh, thank you. There are several means of transportation. So the ferry is the easiest way and most common to get to the island. So that's usually during peak season. So there are several ferries. Sheplers and Starline are some of the more common ones, but those only run when the weather permits there to be water travel. So once the ice forms on the lake, then there's an ice bridge that the residents can use and take their snowmobiles back and forth between the mainland and the island. But they also have an airport on Mackinac Island, which is how a lot of residents travel during the winter months.
0: Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense.
1: The um, entire island, Haldman Bay, and the shipwreck form the historic district. So every part of the island, including the bay and the shipwreck in the lake are considered part of the historic district. What's the shipwreck?
0: Let me tell you. Also, how did I not know about the shipwreck?
1: Part of the historical district is the Straits of Mackinac Shipwreck Preserve, which is a 148 square mile state preserve in and around the Straits of Mackinac. The preserve is divided in two by the Mackinac Bridge. The waters of the preserve include the waters offshore of Mackinac City, St. Ignace, as well as Bois Blanc Island, Mackinac Island, Round Island, and St. Helena Island. The preserve contains at least 11 identified shipwrecks. Frequent fog and congested shipping added to the counts of the shipwrecks in the Straits area. Half a dozen lighthouses in and around the preserve testify to the dangers that existed prior to the invention of radar in the 1940s.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. How did I not know that?
1: One modern wreck within the boundaries of the preserve is the Cedarville, a lake freighter transporting limestone that sank in 1965 after a collision. There's a decent amount on, like, the shipwrecks in that space, but a lot of it, it's not, unfortunately, not, like, ghost story shipwrecks. Lame. Lame. You know, Sorry. But the shipwrecks are all included in that historic district. Oh, okay. The Mission Church on the island was built in 1829 and is the oldest surviving church building in Michigan. It has been restored to its 1830s appearance and continues to stand to this day. Oh, wow. That's awesome. The Grand Hotel is a Victorian-style structure that opened in 1887. The 1980 film, Somewhere in Time, was shot on location at the hotel.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's really cool.
1: Fun fact, they have a copy of that movie in every room at the Grand Hotel.
0: That's super fun fact.
1: I think when you and I visited, it was like VHS. It may be DVD now, but they do have it on premise at the Grand Hotel.
0: I love it. What is the movie about?
1: I did not look. All right, 100th hour. 100th hour, somewhere in time. I do have more details on who was in it, though. Let me see. You're really making me jump around all my fun facts. I'm sorry. We'll get there. The Round Island Lighthouse is located just south of Mackinac Island, so that's what we just talked about with the shipwrecks, and is located on the small, uninhabited Round Island. It was operated by the U.S. Forest Service until it was automated in 1924. They did an extensive restoration on it beginning in the 1970s, and the exterior and structure have been repaired to continue to stand today.
0: So wait, before they automated it, was there just a dude, or dudette hanging out by themselves on this island
1: yes so the lighthouse was built in 1894 and automated in 1924 so between 1894 and 1924 someone ran the lighthouse on round island probably by themselves
0: well i hope they at least had their family or something with them
1: yes well we'll hope but i don't i don't know maybe that's a hundredth hour who lived on round island
0: the lights people of Round Island.
1: I will tell you, Allie, although I did not do extensive research on it, I did Google haunted tours of Macna Island, and they do exist. So, doing you it. can take a haunted tour of Macna Island.
0: Doing it.
1: There you go. Have a grand old time. I will not be doing it.
0: I'll meet you at the Pink Pony after.
1: Honestly, delightful. I'm totally down for that. Okay, let's talk about the island by the numbers. So there are 600 horses that are brought to work on Mackinac Island each year.
0: Wow, that's a lot of horses.
1: Yep. Yeah. So the island, and I thought this was so cute, so I had to keep it in. The island runs on horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> in the spring, 600 horses are brought to Mackinac Island to take visitors on carriage tour, taxi guests, and pull drays, delivery, luggage. That's how their trash is picked up. It's how deliveries are made. It's how they get their Amazon packages. Horse power.
0: I love it. Do residents own private horses?
1: There are some private horses that stay on the island throughout the winter, but most residents don't own them independently unless they are part of like the hotel's s- structure, things like that.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: So I do know that there are some horses that stay all year round. And I will tell you, I know that because I follow a couple of Mackinac people on TikTok, which I don't want your judgment for. But they're delightful.
0: No judgment.
1: Shout out to Meg's on Mackinac. She's my favorite on TikTok. And she works at one of the hotels seasonally and lives on the island all year. I will have to check that out. Yeah, she's great. There's also one. Um, hold on. Let me find her because I actually think this is great. Heather C. May. She lives on Mackinac Island, and she is, I want to say, the cheerleading coach or a teacher when she's not running her fudge shop, which is May's fudge shop. Meg's on Mackinac, um, works at one of the hotels, and she's an absolute delight. I will check those out. Mm -hmm. I just think they're so wholesome. And she was, like, showing what trick-or-treating looks like out on the island. Maybe it's Meg's on Mackinac who is the cheerleader, and I think maybe Heather is a teacher. But anyway, anyway. Check them, out. Check them out. Shout out to the Mackinac people. Okay, so there's 600 horses that come on. There is a 16-minute ferry ride to Mackinac Island from the mainland. It is 73 years that Mackinaw Island has celebrated the Lilac Festival. And there are 1,489 bicycles for rent on Mackinac Island.
0: Wow.
1: So that's by the numbers. So there's one school on the island that is through K-12. It is for the year-round island youth that will be staying throughout the winter. It does have a little bit off schedule because they do kind of adjust for the tourism season. But the largest graduating class from the Mackinac School had eight students.
0: Wow. How did they handle that kind of crowd?
1: I don't It feels overwhelming. But also like they run a fudge shop in the summer and then they teach. So like they're very, they're all very handy, it sounds like.
0: They're very busy, it sounds like. They're very busy.
1: There are 14 fudge shops on the island, and there are all sorts of flavors and candy. I mean, you cannot go anywhere in Mackinac without it smelling so sweet and delicious. I will say peanut butter fudge is my favorite fudge.
0: Ooh, uh, that is good. also like peanut butter and chocolate mixed.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: And vanilla. Sounds weird, but it's good.
1: I don't know that I've ever had vanilla fudge. I will tell you that Heather C. May on TikTok. She had mermaid fudge this year, and it was beautiful, and I don't know what the flavor is, but, like, by golly, I want some next year.
0: Yeah, I would be interested to see what flavor that is. Yeah.
1: They have all sorts of delightful flavors. I think they have birthday cake. Anyway, I, if you like fudge, this is the place you want to be. Okay, my last fun fact is that there are 37 books that I could identify that take place on Mackinac Island. Wow.
0: That's a lot. It's a
1: lot, right? Yeah. All right. To wrap up our Mackinac Island session here, I want to cover some Grand Hotel facts because it is the origination of this topic for us to discuss. So the Grand Hotel is a 390-room hotel that opened in 1887 for summer tourists. It has the world's largest porch at 660 feet, which we know. Oh, Amy,
0: can I give you a Grand Hotel fun fact? Yes. When we stayed in 2007 we stayed in room number 187.
1: Why do you know that?
0: Because I'm looking at the pictures of us on Facebook. Oh my gosh. How? And apparently I put adorable. our room number on the picture of our room. I feel like our room was fishing themed. Um, It's like an aqua color. It's hard to tell because um, I'm sure this picture was taken on an actual camera.
1: Oh, I'm sure. We were classy and, you know, just living our best lives bef- like pre-internet. Not pre-internet, but like Before you put everything on the internet, as I sit here and quote my favorite Mackinac TikTokers. Right, exactly. That's adorable. So fun fact about the rooms, none of them are the same. Every one of those 390 rooms is different. Wow, that's
0: a lot of decorating.
1: It's a lot of that, right? And I just think like, well, at least you would know if you walked into the same room. Do you know what? I am all of a sudden having a realization that I have now stayed at the Grand Hotel twice. Because we went when we were younger, and then I think I got to go on a business trip because I had a black, white, and yellow rose room, and it was fabulous. I yeah, let
0: there. I, I do remember, remember
1: that. Do you remember that? I can't remember why, but I was there for a business trip, and it was delightful. But same thing, you had to be dressed up for dinner. So there is an evening dress code. It's jackets for the gentlemen and formal wear for the lady. Well, formal wear for the gentlemen and the ladies for the humans. Um, But jackets are required. And you can visit the porch as a non-guest, but there is a $10 visit fee.
0: Right, which makes me laugh every time. (laughs) $10, go stand on our porch. Go stand on our porch. I get it, though. I mean, because there's paying people at the hotel. So you don't just want a ton of random tourists
1: just... Standing. Yeah. Well, and they've got like all those rocking chairs and they've got those beautiful gardens. I mean, and the fountains. The, yeah. It's honestly a really impressive hotel if you ever get a chance to stay. It opened on July 10th in 1887, and the Musser family owned the Grand Hotel for over 85 years. Oh,
0: wow.
1: Yeah, it was family owned. The Grand Hotel is 332,500 square feet and more than 150,000 overnight guests stay at the Grand Hotel each season.
0: Wow, that's awesome.
1: The 5 millionth guest to stay in the Grand Hotel checked in on June 26, 2006.
0: Wow, that was a while ago.
1: That's a long time. It takes 500,000 gallons of water to fill the Grand Hotel's swimming pool, which was named for actor Esther Williams when she starred in the 1947 movie This Time for Keep, shot at the Grand Hotel. The 1980 film Somewhere in Time, this is what I was looking for earlier, starring Christopher Reeve, Jane Seymour, and Christopher Plummer, was filmed at the Grand Hotel. The movie is now a huge following and a fan club that meets yearly at the Grand Hotel in late October.
0: Oh my gosh, that's the cutest thing I've ever heard. Isn't that so cute? I love
1: it. Five US presidents have visited the Grand Hotel. President Clinton, Bush, Ford, Kennedy, and Truman.
0: All right, that's awesome. That's a lot.
1: That's a lot. Also, we also listed like Madonna and all those, James Earl Jones. Honestly, I would love to have a celebrity encounter on Mackinac Island because, like, how random.
0: That would be the best.
1: The Grand Hotel's kitchen staff of more than 100 people prepares and serves as many as 4,000 meals per day. I believe it, yeah. During and they're the, great. They're great. During the two thousand nineteen season, the Grand Hotel used nine thousand pounds of prime rib, one hundred two thousand pounds of potatoes, five thousand five hundred pounds of lamb, sixty four hundred pounds of bacon, forty two thousand pounds of strawberries, and six thousand pounds of pecans.
0: Mm-mm. Potatoes, yum.
1: Pecans, 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 pecans. Yeah. Just however, where you are. However, that suits you. More than 60,000 grand pecan balls, the hotel's most popular dessert, are consumed each season. Mm, I can't have those. I know, you'll die. So, yeah. You'll maybe but They it, sound lovely. They, they smell lovely too, but I would I would ask you not to eat them. Yeah. The Grand's famous front porch flowers include 1,300 geraniums in 147 planting boxes with 12 yards of potting soil. Wow. The Grand Hotel uses 2,500 geraniums, its trademark flower, in all of its flower beds combined.
0: I will have to post some more pictures because I have some of us in front of what I'm assuming is geraniums. I'll have to look, see what geraniums are.
1: That's so fun. So they do have what they call the secret garden, and it contains 8,000 hyacinth bulbs, 1,000 daffodils and tulips. And they have 125,000 bedding plants to create many more gardens around the Grand Hotel's grounds. I should have saved a different fact to really wrap it up, but I just got so excited to share facts. Truthfully, this could have just been a fact list about Magna Island. I'm glad I got to share the history about it, but it's just a really cool place to visit, and I wanted to make sure it all fit into an episode, so I'm sorry that that was mostly me rattling off things, but I hope you enjoyed it anyway.
0: I enjoyed it a lot. I'm ready to go back.
1: And mostly, I think that you're just going to post all the pictures of us, which are probably mildly embarrassing, but that's okay.
0: Well, I'll double check with you before I share any. You're so kind.
1: Well, I think that's all for me. So thanks for letting me talk at you. Do it that what you will.
0: If you have any comments, corrections, suggestions, or fun facts of your own, you can email us at 24hourexpert at gmail.com. Spell out all the words. It's also our Facebook, website, and Instagram. You can find us there. Talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to 24-Hour Expert. Our theme song is Lo-Fi World by Ricky Bambino. If you like this episode,
1: please share it with a friend. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you're notified of future episodes.